The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And always happy to be here with you on a bright and sunny Monday as usual. Thanks for joining us today. I want to tell you that this show, this topic, was inspired by a couple of my clients. Shout out to Kim and Brittany. Uh, We were talking about our favorite books, our favorite reads, our favorite business books. And uh, these girls are very successful. And like most successful people, they read a lot. And they've started their little book club and, and needed some more resources. And so I went onto Facebook and I posted the question, you know, what are your favorite business books? Please share. And I got tons of great responses, which just reinforces for me the, the fact that really successful, brilliant minds continue to educate and learn from others and, and have mentors. And, you know, not all mentors are necessarily people that we know, people that we actually connect with verbally or visually. They also come in in, in form of what I call virtual mentors. And those are the authors and the people that you read every day online and the people whose audio recordings you listen to to become inspired and motivated. Lots of different opportunities out there for mentors. And so... My dear friend, our guest today, Sharon McGrill, called and said, you know what? I've read tons of fabulous books. Let's help your listeners not waste their time and go through books that aren't great reads. And Sharon, too, is a very successful entrepreneur and and partially credits these books and all that she's learned from, from her reading for her success. So, so I invited Sharon on to share, and that's just what we're going to do today. We're just going to be doing a little casual chat about our favorite reads, and I certainly invite you to call into the show today and I'll be uh, giving out that number in just a few minutes after our first segment and share your favorite reads and, and maybe ask questions about some of the books that we'll be talking about today. Now, Sharon McRill is the founder and owner of the Betty Brigade. Isn't that a great name? It's a busy relocation, organizing, and concierge company. And even though she is busy organizing everyone else's lives, Sharon still makes the time to read four or five business books a month. 
You know, that's like a book a week. That's amazing for a busy business owner. As most business owners know, some books resonate powerfully with you, while others, you know, you pick them up and you say, oh, geez, why'd I I waste my time? I could have been doing so many other things. So Sharon has done scores of television and radio interviews and has been interviewed and featured in many publications and websites, including the Detroit Free Press, the Detroit News, Ann Arbor News, as you can guess, her business is based in Michigan. And she's been in Women's Day, Crane's Business Detroit, Forbes.com, Entrepreneur.com. The list just goes on and on and on. Sharon has also won awards from the Athena Foundation and Women Business Owners of Southeast Michigan and the WeBank um, program, as well as the Tuck Executive Program, which I believe is part of WeBank. So I'd like to welcome to the air Sharon McGrill. Hey, Marla. I am so happy to be talking to you. Well, it's good to hear your voice again on Million Dollar Mindset. Thanks for being here, Sharon. This is going to be I a know. fun, fun time. <laughs> we've been we've been Facebooking and tweeting all morning, and and I'm just happy to hear your voice too. Oh well, thank you. So, so Sharon, you've got a crazy busy business and and very successful, and yet you always manage to find the time. I can tell as a coach that you've really stepped into that entrepreneurial role uh, because you you find the time to market your business, to help others in social media, and goodness knows how else. And I mean, you're always out there. It's amazing. Share with us first a little bit about how you do that. How do you run a business and be the face of the business as successfully as you do. Well, thanks for saying that. Those are all very, very kind words. But I do it with a team. I really, my, I could not do this without the rest of the Bettys, and they are, they are the 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 wind and marketing um, marketing energy beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the key, isn't it? That's the message yeah. that every entrepreneur, I should probably say solopreneur, out there needs to hear is that we don't do it alone. We do it by building resources and bringing in people. And even solopreneurs can, uh, they don't have employees, but they still have people out there who are contractors and, and such helping them in many ways. And it sounds like you've built an amazing team. I have. I I. Really, I actually was, um, I've been in a seminar since Thursday, and the staff has been running the business all weekend long. And, uh, <laughs> and so um, I came back. I, I had my out-of-office, um, you know, on my inbox all, more, or all weekend and uh, came back, read through some emails this morning, and I'm right up to speed. Everything got handled. There were no emergencies. It was fantastic. Wow, that is fantastic. And that just, again, says so much about you as an entrepreneur, because that's something that many, many, many entrepreneurs strive for, to be in that position where they have a team they can rely on, they've got systems in place. And, and you know, that's the first question I ask a new client is, if you stepped away from your business today, what would happen? And, you know, 95% of the time I hear, oh, it would it would shut down. <laughs> so congratulations to you. Well, thank you for saying that. I even know what happened in the staff meeting without me and because um, they, they, they do minutes. And so I know what was talked about. Um, I know what issues were brought up. And so I was able to read the minutes and go in and, and um, give somebody some information that they didn't have. Um, and, you know, they might not have even thought to ask me. 
on, on that particular issue. So uh, it's really, really great to have some systems in place, to have things like minutes and have uh, – we actually do open book management, which I'll talk a little bit more about when we get to our books, but um, okay. where we share all of the numbers with the whole staff. Um, they know exactly what came in that week, what, what was paid out that week, what we still owe, um, what it costs to keep the lights on and what the rent is. Um, all of that is shared with the staff so that they really know what it takes to run a small business. Well, and that's a really controversial subject. I think that's fantastic, and I love that it works for you. And I know that other entrepreneurs feel very strongly that the staff doesn't need to know that information, that that's just revealing too much. And that's a whole show in and of, it, of itself. But I'm looking forward to hearing how it works for you as, as we continue our chat here. That's that's really fantastic. So so let's go then. And I want to remind our audience that uh, we are definitely inviting you to call in to share your faves. And uh, the dial-in number is 877-864-4869-877-864-4869. We'd love to hear your favorite title or two and, of course, the author's name and what it did for you. Why Why is it one of your favorites? So, okay, but Sharon, you begin, please. Okay, so I'd first like to talk about how we implement books um, at, at our company. So um, I didn't used to do this. I didn't used to – I've always read a lot, but I didn't used to share the books with the staff. And so that's a new thing. Um, so in the last maybe two and a half or three years, we created a lending library right in our offices so staff can check out any business book any management book, any organizing book, anything that has to do with our business, any book that I have bought um, is available to them to read. And sometimes, and you'll hear about this in a minute, we buy books um, as a group and read the whole book as a group. Um, so, um, so that creates a different dynamic. But, but making books available to staff or to to contractors or whoever you're working with um, at low or no cost is a good way to really engage them. So if you're reading books, I I love that idea, first of all, and I'm going to definitely tweet that out later. Um, I have a question. If if you're reading books that are of an entrepreneurial nature, how does your staff find them helpful and useful? Uh, Because... um, they get to, to from that by reading that entrepreneurial book. They get to sit in my seat for a few minutes while they're reading that book. They get to feel what it feels like to be the business owner and what the concerns are of a business owner. So all of a sudden, they're they're putting on that coat um, or sitting in that seat, however you want to, you know, however you want to vision that, and. And getting in what it feels like to have, because sometimes a business is a burden and sometimes it's a blessing. Um, and it really does fit into both of those categories. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. And and I can tell that you've created a very close-knit operation and that you share a lot with your team. And it is obviously really working for you. And I love that. I love that. Um, so you have this library. It's a physical library. Yep. And uh, people can sign books out just just like they can at, uh, at a, a regular 
regular library. And so, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so you're purchasing the books, or are they also contributing? Well, they can bring in a book that they find really interesting um, if they think that it will help move the business forward in some particular way. But but primarily it's me because I read so much. Sure. And, um, so I'm just... Like when I go to seminars, I'm writing books in the margin of my notes. Uh, when I, you know, when I'm meeting with my coaches, I am, they're telling me about books that might help me for the particular topic that I'm, that I'm talking with them about. So I'm hearing about books all the time that I haven't read. And, uh, I have about probably 20 books that are on my to read list at any given time. Wow, that's amazing. We are already going into our first break. We'll see you back here in the Million Dollar Mindset in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. Through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to laugh along with this little parent stayed home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedad.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political? Too nice to be real? Tame, even though you really want to be unleashed? Like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending? Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Wooloo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here with Sharon McGrill, entrepreneur, owner of The Betty Brigade in Michigan. And we're talking about all of the fabulous books that, that Sharon has read and the ones that she's found most 
most valuable in growing her business to the success that it sees today. So, so we were talking about the lending library. I love that idea. What else have you got for us, Sharon? Well, I, I thought we'd jump right into our list of books. Love it. Let's go. So the one I mentioned in the so you mentioned that you had started a Facebook conversation about what business books were important and the one I shared with you um, has a really long title um, and it's it's probably the book that I that changed my business uh, the most initially and um, and it's called. Um, it's by a company here in Ann Arbor called Zingerman's, and they're world famous. They're a deli, and um, they're just amazing. They have over 500 employees, and they're amazing. And and the book is called The Lapsed Anarchist's Approach to Building a Great Business. And I know that sounds like a crazy title, but really it's about visioning. And it's about how do you create a vision for your business? What is a vision? They share their visions with you right in the book. Um, and we were able to create the vision, the five-year vision for Betty Brigade based on this book. Well, that's that's a must read because I think so many entrepreneurs enter into business blindly and they don't know where they're going. They don't know why they're doing it. They don't know the audience they want to serve. They just know that they have this passion and they have to do something about it. Exactly, exactly. So what we did is we started, um, essentially it was a book club for the employees. So I bought the books for everyone and so we usually have our staff meetings on Friday mornings, but what we did was for the, um, for the book club, one of our staff meetings once a month would be dedicated just to the book club. So we, we actually shifted it to Friday afternoon, and I might buy, you know, like a couple bottles of wine and a, maybe a couple cool. six-packs of beer. I'd bring in some pizza, and we would have book club. And so everybody had to read three chapters uh, before the next book club. Wow, that sounds like fun. Now I have to ask you the question that gets posed to me all the time with these kinds of things when you're involving employees. Do you pay them for that time or do they come in voluntarily? Absolutely, I paid for that. that, This was a mandatory meeting. So, yes, Mm -hmm. of course I'm paying them. I even paid them for their time to read Wow, you're kidding. That's very generous. Wow. Yeah, so That's because great. I wanted to make sure that they understood, because because the reading wasn't just, I want you to read three chapters. It was, I want you to read three chapters, and in each chapter, I want you to find one or two things that we could apply to our business to help either create the vision or move the business forward or something so that everybody brought the things that struck them. And so it really created um, an interesting mix of things that people were interested in. And I got to see what their personalities were and what, what pulled them into that book. Mm-hmm. That so does, it cre- tells, you, tells you a lot yeah. about your employees. Yeah, it did. It created real staff involvement. Um, it also, um, so we were able to write our five-year vision and how that drives the future of the business. So we wrote the five-year vision, and then we were able to break it down into one-year chunks. And so then the one-year chunk was how we wrote our goals. 
fascinating. I love how much you've involved your employees. Tell us what book you learned that in. <laughs> um, well, actually, I, I learned that from the Zingermans, from the people who wrote this book. And they're mm-hmm. because they're here in Ann Arbor, um, they have, you know, we can just pick up the phone and call them. We see them walking down the street. These are, you know, these are our friends and our neighbors and, and our right. colleagues. And, and so we see them on a regular basis. So when you, when you, when something's not working, you can just say, hey, do you have five minutes? And it's really easy to, to get a clear answer on something. They, they are also really transparent. They allow um, anyone who has gone through their training, which we went through their training, um, to come into their staff meetings and get more clarity. Hmm. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's the it's, only word I can come up with. That's fun. <laughs> it, it's really fun, and it's really interesting because um, they also do the open book management, and um, and so we'll t- we'll talk more about that okay. in a minute. But but okay. they're the reason why um, I was encouraged to do it because I saw like frontline employees, dishwashers, um, you know, cashiers, people who swept the floor um, could have a conversation about the health of the business and what the finances were, like any person. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. All right, we better move it along. Yes. <laughs> What's our so, next one? So the next book is, and it's a, it's a, it's like the, the Bible of, of, entrepreneurial stuff. It's the E-Myth Revisited. (laughs) Yeah. So so if you have not read E-Myth, go do yourself a favor. Buy this book. It will help you. I read the E-Myth once a year. I reread it. It really helps me. Yeah, yeah, most uh, definitely, and that's that's been my training. The Emith Mastery uh, training is the training I took way back when I first began it and became a coach, and it was amazing. Yeah, right. So how we use it here is it helps us simplify tasks, it helps us create lists and really create systems in the business so that you are working. Um, you're working on the business and not in the business all the time, and it helps you replicate the structure. So whether or not you want a franchise or just have multiple offices or maybe you just you don't even really want to grow but you really need systems, this book will help you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fantastic. Yep. And Michael I'll Gerber is that. still alive. <laughs> I know. I know. We're, we're social media buds. I get to chat with him from time to time. He's lovely. He really is. He really is. So the next book on my list is called Mastering the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish. And this is another one of those, like, it's a lot of, like, really great how-to. It's, like, tips and tools. And um, and it creates um, – what I loved about this particular book and why we read it here was it creates an attitude of success. So there's a lot of business owners out there that are like, poor me, I can't pay the bills, I don't have any business, the economy, meh, meh, meh. And, um, and so it's this book, if, if that's you, this is not your book. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe if you want to change your Maybe attitude, it is if you want to learn differently, <laughs> right? Right, right, exactly. It also helps, 
it talks a lot about finding a mentor and and what a, what that mentor mentee relationship is like, which is for me um, personally as a business owner, it has helped me so much. I've had mentors for the last eight years, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's um, another big a big topic. I, I get asked that question so often is how you find a mentor. But we'll do that on another show. <laughs> absolutely. And then and then the other thing that this book brings is don't reinvent the wheel. If someone has already done it before you, like go ask them. Even if they're your competition, you're never gonna do it exactly like them. Never. Because you're you. So you're gonna bring your own style to whatever it is. Okay. All right. Very good. So the next book on my list is called The Great Game of Business by Jack Stack. Love and um, this book has been around for quite some time. And this is the book, if you are interested in open book management, in sharing your numbers with your staff, this is where you start. Um, there is, it, it creates an easy way of measuring wins and also measuring losses, um, and how to create a team environment so that the entire staff gets involved in the management of the business. Okay. Well, I can tell you learned a lot from that one well, <laughs> because well, you do that. <laughs> I, I do do that. And, um, and where I really got it was um, – and, and so I took that step a step further, and I went through um, – because Zingerman's used this book, and then they, they created their own training system around open book management, and it's called Fun Flavorful Finance. And you should know I am not shilling for them. I don't receive a penny for this. I just love what they did, and I implemented it in my own business. And so, like, they have um, – in Zingerman's, all of their terms are zingy, like they, they put zing in lots of stuff. Uh-huh. And, and, and at my company, we put Betty in lots of stuff. So, like, there's a lot of Betty terms in what we do. And, and you can do that, too, to create an identity um, to make it fun for your staff. Yeah, that's important. Fun is so important. That's great. Wow. These are great. These are great reads. I love this list so far. We've got about a minute and a half to our next break, so we can do one more. Okay. So the next one is Delivering Happiness by Tony Say. And this, this is the founder of Zappos, the, right. the online shoe store. And, um, so Tony Say is, he is an awesome guy. And, um, what he brought in this book was about learning from your failures and really, um, and, and you got to read this book, but implementing fun in the workplace. Um, so if you go to Zappos.com, you can read the Zappos, like their, their operating tools, how they run their business. They put it online. They share it with everyone. It's fantastic. Um, yes. And then the other thing I got out of this was, Stepping into the unknown and winning, like really understanding that business is not, you, you can't always predict it. So great book, easy read, really easy read, and um, really fun. 
It is an easy read. And and one of the things I love, well, I just always use Zappos as an example of an incredible uh, company culture. And one of the things I love about Tony is that, uh, well, he doesn't do it anymore. His team does. But after uh, initiation, you know, initial chats, he lets anybody go who doesn't want to work for the company that he pays them $500 to leave. I love it. All right, we're going to be back here in just a minute with Million Dollar Mindset and our guest, Sharon McRill. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset from Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we're here with Sharon McGrill, who is sharing some of the books that have contributed to her enormous success as an entrepreneur. If you've got a couple of great books you'd like to share with us, feel free to dial into the show, 877 864 Four eight six nine. Also, make sure to check out this week's ink column over at inkinc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. Eight ways successful people stretch their comfort zones. If you're self-sabotaging, do you recognize the signs? It's an important article to read, so make sure to head over to ink.com. Look up my articles and uh, leave a few comments. So, Sharon, going into break, we were talking about uh, 
uh, Tony Shea, who is just, uh, you know, I think every entrepreneur's uh, virtual mentor in so many ways. We've learned so much from his brilliant uh, mind and his high emotional intelligence. And uh, that, that is a great book, Delivering Happiness. What's your next one? So we're going to take a different turn here because this this is something that maybe doesn't always get talked about in business. My next book is called The Soul of Leadership by Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I picked that up because I read a lot of books about spirituality and I read a book, I read books about business and I read books, uh, you know, self-help books. I read a lot of stuff. So, um, what I got out of this book and what I actually brought to my staff was how to be comfortable leading. And so what does that mean about being comfortable? How do you, how do you get in your own skin and, and be okay with, with when difficult things happen? How do you step in and be that leader that you want to be? Um, and that's, that's sometimes really, really hard for people. And this book really outlined that. It was great. Mm-hmm. That is hard for people, and especially when it comes to a space where you might have to let go somebody who's been on your team a while, or or terminate a partnership, or you know make some of those more difficult decisions. Um, it is difficult, so that's a great read. Good. Okay, what's next? Uh, well, well, absolutely, and and so some of the other things that came up in this book was mm-hmm. um, servant leadership. So. Uh, we actually practice that here at Betty Brigade, and what that means um, is that there is nothing beneath anyone. There is no, even though we might have different job titles, um, there is nothing beneath anyone. So, for example, I will still go out and clean out a basement, even though that's not what I do every day. Um, I will always help out my staff, whatever they need, to get the job done. And that doesn't mean rescue them. It means being a servant leader. Um, you know, go ahead. Yeah. So, so, and, and I always caution people. I think that's important. And I think that that uh, mindset and attitude is really important. But then it, we walk such a fine line with it, don't we? Because as an entrepreneur, we know those aren't necessarily the things you should be doing. And so how do you... How do you make that decision? How do you know that it's time to drop what you're doing, the important tasks that you're doing, and go out and clean a basement? Um, well, it really kind of is in in service to the staff and in service to the client. So, what ha- like if someone was sick, or um, if they're shorthanded, or if um, if the client just wants the owner there. Like, I'm not going to say no, um, but it's it's really not about rescuing them, and it's really about saying, hey, I know you can do this job. I am perfectly comfortable with you doing it. However, I'm here if you want me or need me. I'm here to support you in whatever you're doing, so just let me know if you need that support. Mm-hmm. And uh, how often do they take you up on that? How often do they come and actually ask you for that kind of support? say maybe once every two or three weeks it's not often not often um, right they they really want to have my back so that i can be out doing what i'm supposed to be doing which is sales and strategy right um, 
and and so they they recognize that I also have a job here and that I'm not I'm not serving the business best when I'm in a basement clearing mm-hmm. somebody's basement out. So they mm-hmm. recognize that. Yeah. Um, and that would have been my guess too that they don't do it often because you've educated them. You've educated to what them to what the business needs and how it, it needs to be structured and how to achieve the vision and that doesn't include you doing those kinds of things too often. But it's right. it's fantastic that they know that you have that open door policy. Right. The the last thing about this book I want to mention because it's really important is that this particular book talks a lot about integrating business and spirituality. And so, uh, you know, some people, and, and I'm in this camp, a couple of years ago, I would never, ever have talked about spirituality in the same sentence as business. But um, I've had a change in that, and, and we were able to do it in a way that we're not talking about, you know, a particular religion or a particular, um, you know, entity, what we usually say is energy. So it brings better energy to the table. It helps the client with energy. And so rather than saying spirituality or God or whatever, um, we say energy. And that keeps it really comfortable for the whole staff. But but you're going to do what's right for you. Right, exactly. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that society is awakening to this new energy, this new energy of combining integrating business and spirituality because it does when we're working from our highest self it it does um, lead to success and to everyone being happy and everyone working in unity and everyone achieving the abundance and prosperity that they deserve and desire and uh, it's it's brilliant you betcha you betcha so I have one more book on my list so uh, the next book was not at all what I expected. So it's called, and I and I got it in the, it, I got it in the library, right? So um, I walk in and I'm in the business section, and it's a book called Super Rich: A Guide to Having It All. And I'm like, well, I want to be super rich. I want to have it all. I'm going to check out this book. And it was written by Russell Simmons, who is the guy who founded Def Jam Records. Um, he created um, the clothing line Fat Farm. Um, he is he is a huge, huge record mogul. I mean, he's he is this man is enormously wealthy. And this book was not at all about money. <laughs> it was really interesting. And I got so much out of it. So it was all about personal growth. It was all about how do you integrate your personal and your business and your spiritual self? How do you how do you take all of that stuff and and create a, a one one line of I don't even know how to say this, but but just bring it all together and really come come in with that that power that powerfulness that you want as a business owner. And part of it was about meditation and prayer. In the book, he actually does a guided meditation. And, and Russell is a, um, he practices Hinduism. And so he talks a lot about that. And he does a guided meditation right in the book. It was a very, it was maybe one of the best guided meditations I'd ever read. Um, he talks a lot about focus and he talks a lot about gratitude, which I love. Uh-huh. Me too. And, Go ahead. And this, 
this just wasn't the business book that I thought it was going to be, but it really resonated with me, and I just loved it. Yeah. Gratitude. That's again, it's so wonderful that so many of these books are cropping up, you know, and gratitude. Yes, is such an important part of learning and and self-growth and spirituality and healing. And, you know, we all have that stuff that we need to heal from. And the practice of gratitude is, is certainly a major part of that journey. So I haven't read that one, but it sounds like something I would certainly enjoy. Well, what's really interesting is that I had just finished reading the book, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or two, and I was in an airport flying to a convention, and I was in, you know, like how sometimes you're just walking through the airport and you're in a quiet hallway. I was in, I was in a big airport, too. I might have been in Atlanta or somewhere like that. It was a big airport. And I'm in this, like, kind of quiet hallway, and I look over, and I'm like, wow, that guy really looks like Russell Simmons. And... <sighs> And and I and then I looked over and I was like, wow, that looks like his ex-wife. Her name is Kamora, and she had a big TV show. And there was some bodyguards around and some kids. And I was like, oh man, I bet that's him. And here I am, you know, I'm like white lady in a business suit, right? <laughs> and so I I walk up and I kind of see the the um, you know the bodyguards sort of move towards me. And I said, excuse me, are you Russell Simmons? And and he said, yes. And I said, I just finished your book. And I just thought it was fantastic. It really, really helped me. And I know that I'm not your audience, but I loved it. And he just got the biggest grin on his face. And he said, thank you so much for saying that. You just made my day. Oh. And, and so that was that was our encounter. But like, you know, I just happened to see him right after I read this book. Um, very, very cool. What a great encounter. And how brave of you to do that with all these guards around and you know, <laughs> surrounded by all those people. And you just march right up there. No surprise, Sharon. No surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, business owners are known for being bold. Yes, yes, we are. Yes. So what a power list. So this is, and we're going to repeat this list when we come back from break, just in case you haven't had a chance to take notes. Of course, you can always re-listen to the podcast by downloading it from iTunes or over at Toginet. But we will go through this list again. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how how Sharon has used all of this information to, to build such a dynamic business. And I'm going to give you a couple of my very favorite reads as well and study some of the books that I most frequently recommend to my clients. And I would love to share them here with you. Make sure to head on over to Inc.com and check out today's article, the article of the week. It seems to be catching on quite nicely. Uh, Eight ways successful people stretch their comfort zones. Truly great entrepreneurs aren't satisfied with comfort. No, you're not. You've got to push until you reach that next level of achievement. And uh, pushing your own limits is how you're going to get to greatness. And that's what the article is all about. And recognizing the signs of self-sabotage. Because if you're not pushing your comfort zone, then you are engaging in self-sabotage. So head head on over and I hope you enjoy that article.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skidmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, through this entire show, I have just been incredibly impressed with what Sharon has been talking about in terms of her team, her staff, and how she's really gotten them on board in so many ways. The open book management policies, the the reading, the library, the sharing of the vision and the building of the vision and the growth. And uh, I love that. And I think that uh, an important component there when when you're integrating staff and team into the I don't want to say just well the vision of the business is that you know who they are you you understand their personality types you understand how they communicate and you understand what their strengths and weaknesses are and they will be happier employees, and obviously for that, you'll be a more successful business and a happier entrepreneur. So I'd like to give you the names of a couple of my fi- favorite books, and I think that it's important that entrepreneurs read these, not just in terms of knowing their employees, but also for sales and any kind of relationship that is busy in building your business. I really, really use a lot a book called The Platinum Rule, and it's by Dr. Tony 
Alessandra. And the platinum rule is going to help you to understand how others communicate. And and it's going to turn around a lot of your frustration because as one personality type, you may be thinking that uh, someone is uh, speaking to you in a tone or giving you an answer that irritates you because they want to irritate you or because they're lazy or they're not ambitious or what have you. But then when you learn their personality type, how to recognize it, you'll understand the true reason behind how and why they communicate. So the platinum rule is going to help you do that. Another one for building your business with your employees is the strengths finder. Uh, Strengths Finder is actually when you buy the book, and it's by Tom Raff. Uh, and when you buy the book, there's a code in the book that allows you to go online and take their strengths test. And I have had a number of clients do this with their employees, and it has taught them all so much. You can't fit a peg it around hole. For instance, I had one client who had a, uh, a guy who was an accountant manager and he did really well with the back end technical things but he refused to speak to clients so an account manager that doesn't speak to clients doesn't do too well so you know again she thought that that could have been out of laziness or or you know any number of things and she learned very important things about him through this book and was able to redefine his his job so that his strengths really shone through and he really had an opportunity to help her to grow the company. So Sharon, I'm going to let you chime in here if you have anything to say about that philosophy. Well, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of different systems in, in finding people's strengths. There's DISC and there's, you know, all, there's like a gajillion different tests. But sometimes, you know, that really, if you pick a system, um, you know, stick with it and don't don't jump around. Um, mm-hmm. But it's got to work for you. It's really got to be, you know, how you help keep your employees um, happy, how you find the best employees, and how you how you put them in the right seats because that's the trickiest part. Um, if you don't have employees, you can apply this to um, to the contractors that you work with because you really want to know. Um, who is the best fit for you? We had a web designer who, um, he was a great, great designer, but his communication skills were horrible, and he didn't realize it. He thought that he was giving great customer service, and um, and it was really hard to work with him, and we had to fire him. So so that was, you know, he wasn't an employee. He was a contractor, but but, you know, then you have to find another contractor that will help pick up the project midstream. That's tricky. It is tricky. It is. And so asking the pertinent questions in an interview that don't have to do with skill but have more to do with the emotional intelligence level um, can can really help us avoid making hiring mistakes. Yeah. You know, but you're – but it's – okay, so hiring is just – like you, you're never going to get it 100 percent right. No, never. Way. And if you and if you recognize that, if you if you recognize that that you're even if you're 80 percent on, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So so um, like that's how I look at it. Like, all right, we you know, and if you have a couple a couple of people that you think might be really great, 
maybe hire them both and see who who really pans out for you. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, I don't think every new hire is going to be right on. Far from it. But um, you can certainly uh, lessen the odds of hiring someone who's not right for the job. Uh, another book that I really, really loved, it's it's a little bit of an older book, probably about seven or eight years, but this book is amazing for businesses, uh, for inventors, for people who create something and want to take a product to market, because I see all too often, way too often, uh People come to me and say, you know, I have this amazing invention. I have the prototype. I even have Myers and Sam's Club and, and people like companies like this interested in, in, interested in this. But I have mortgaged my house and spent all my savings just to develop the prototype and the branding and the packaging. And then they don't have any money left to take it to market because the days of a purchase order uh, leveraging a loan, being collateral for a loan, are well gone. And so this book is called Mommy Millionaire and is by Kim Levine. And Kim is now coaching and consulting and, and doing all sorts of amazing things. But she she had an invention and she took it to market. And it's all of the mistakes and all the th- things that she learned because she was one of those people who, who just kind of happened across this idea quite by accident and uh, eventually ended up making millions from it. So, and uh, I'd like to talk about one more uh, by invitation only. And that book was written by the Guilt Group founders, Alexis Maybank and Alexandra Wilkes, Wilkes, uh, Wilson. And it's by invitation only. An amazing book for a company who is now ready to bring on tons of employees and whose exit strategy includes being acquired by a larger company, being bought out, being, you know, whatever. And, and, um, these, these gals actually, Alexandra actually stepped down from her position as CEO of her own company to allow someone else who could grow the company faster and better than she could into that position. And this is all about their growth from a small, small startup to a multi, multi-billion dollar business. And so that is a great read for companies who have that, that type of exit strategy in their, in their plan. So, Sharon, what else can we chat about here today? You've done such a great job of, of finding books that would actually apply to your company and teaching you how to manage your employees. And it, it, I still find it amazing that you were able to get your staff on board with reading and thinking about and contributing uh, from these books. How do you do that? Well, part of it, um, part of it was really the um, the idea that, like, I read the book first, and I like I was talking about it with my managers, and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is an amazing book. I, I think I'm going to buy it for for the two of you. And and then I said, you know, I really want everyone to read this. I really want us all to have this experience of of reading this book. And um, I've since, uh, and this is the the lapsed anarchist got approach to building a, a great business. That's the first one I talked about on the list. But um, I, I just have shared it with other business owners. I like love talking about this book because it's kind of like the book for 
people who don't really fit in. And a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs don't yep. really fit in. And so that's kind of how I got my staff on board with it was, you know what, this is not a typical business book. You're going to love this book because it talks like a real person talks. Um, and and the, um, the Delivering Happiness book is a lot like that, too. Um, it talks to you like you're a real person and, um, and not that, you know, it's not preaching at you or anything like that. Um, so that's, that's how I kind of got them on board is this is a different kind of business book and I'd like you to read it and I'm going to pay you to read it. Um, and that, that helped a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That actually, that, that is the key. If they know that it's mandatory and they're getting paid for it. And uh, a lot of entrepreneurs don't feel as though they have it in their budget to do that. But I'll tell you what, if this is a part of your vision and a part of your growth strategy, then you have to consider this like any other business expense, wouldn't you? That's right. That's right. And like, how much would it cost you to develop a vision with an outside consultant? Okay, how long would it take that outside consultant to figure out what your business is really like? Why wouldn't you use the people that are doing it day in and day out to help develop that vision? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's that was my strategy. Like, well, let's let's involve the people who are doing it, who are who really understand what our clients want. Mm, what what a great perspective to put on it because that's true we don't have enough money for you know thousands of dollars for a consultant but if you can pay your employees an extra what three four hours a month is that what right. it is yeah it was three out for three hours a month that's perfect well Sharon this has been delightful we have a few seconds left in the show why don't you tell our audience where they can find you you can find Betty Brigade at Facebook. It's just uh, facebook.com slash the Betty Brigade. You can also find us on Twitter, um, which is our Twitter handle is the Betty Brigade. And uh, we just love hearing from you. We, we, we have a newsletter. You can go on our website and download our free ebook on moving. So there's lots of different ways to connect with us. How exciting. Congratulations to you, Sharon, and all of your your well-earned success. And it's been just a lot of fun to have you here on the show again. So we'll do it again someday, I hope. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening today. And have a fabulous, fabulous week ahead. We'll see you here next week on The Million Dollar Mindset. And you can find me at MarlaTabaka.com, as always. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've